Oh, welcome back to the Building Minutes podcast. My name is Matt Osborne and I'm your host. Thanks very much once again for joining me today on the podcast. Well, today we've got a very exciting guest on board. We have Mr. Roy Perlis. He is the Managing Director at Actualized Industries. And for those who are unfamiliar with Roy and his business, there are essentially Australian market leaders in odour control. Um, and they particularly uh, have scents that go through shopping centres, apartment blocks, properties and other types of facilities. But uh, Roy on the show today will be presenting uh, a bit more about his business and I'm very excited and looking forward to interviewing Roy very shortly. For those of you who don't know, uh, I have started to teach the Australian Building Management Accreditation, which is a uh, building management code, and I'm available to conduct those teaching in Queensland, Victoria, South Australia, Western Australia, and in New Zealand. So please feel free to reach out to me, Matt at EliteBMA.com. But today, folks, it's all about Roy, and I look forward to interviewing him on the other side. Stay tuned. Well, welcome, Roy Perlis, the Managing Director at Actualize Industries. Roy, if you wouldn't mind, perhaps, just letting our listeners know a little of your background and how you formed the successful business of Actualized Industries. All right. So first, first of all, I just wanted to thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, I think it's a great initiative and it's a very, a very informative platform and it should be supported by the whole building management industry. Um, back to your question. I uh, came to Australia in 2006 from Israel, uh, came as a student, um, studied hospitality management. And after I received my diploma, um, I saw an opportunity in the construction industry, mm. which eventually led me to launch my first business, uh, Luxury Tiling. Oh, yeah. I know it seems a bit odd because <laughs> no. we are in different, in different industry now, but it's, uh, it's actually very important because by understanding both the construction and post-construction, because the building management will be post-construction, um, I know basically, or I learned what create an experience from from the back end, from the start, all the way to the finish, and that's what what I brought to actualize industries, and that's that that's what I think is the difference between us and the competition. Mm. Some competitors been in the market for a long time and they don't really know anything else. So by coming from different backgrounds, um, there's a different understanding to the same concept. Um, but I wanted to say that a long, start, a long lasting pleasant impression is, is what we wish to give our clients. So we consider the spaces in relation to the people and not in relation to the spaces. Um, a lot of companies have a, um, just one type of uh, equipment or type of services that will apply for many many types of uh, spaces and they basically create the solution according to that. Mm. Um, when, we, when we look at it, we look at the bigger picture 
who's living in the building, um, the people that um, work in, let's say, if, if it's an office building, a commercial building, yep. playing, shopping, uh, or being cared for for aged care facilities, mm. um, and then we basically give a complete solution with the and, and deliver transparently, honestly, and professionally. Yeah, there, there are a few examples I can give you. Um, please. From experience, yeah, sorry. Yeah, please do. Go ahead. Um, we came to a few sites and we, we realized that the wrong solution were given um, by the existing contractors. And when we took over, uh, we were able to give the right solutions and save the clients uh, uh, money even by, by doing that. Because sometimes when, um, when you don't understand fully the, the big picture, um, you'll throw everything at it. Yeah. And obviously the budget will uh, suffer because of that. Um, so by doing the investigation that we do for every scenario, we can minimize the, the cost. Um, I think I think the main reason that I mentioned all this, uh, <laughs> my kind of uh, history in construction is that it uh, enabled me to basically gave me the interpreting of drawing as a second language. Mm -hmm. Obviously, English is not my second language. It will be the interpreter of drawing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, th this basically construction experience is, is uh, gave me the ability to see the whole picture and obviously give it to the company to uh, eventually deliver more accurate solutions. Yeah, you're right. And I think something that you hit um, uh, during during this particular situation is that companies, you know, they do throw money at things um, probably just too blindly. And you, you need specific companies like Actualized Industries to come in and, you know, introduce themselves and just provide that information that some of these building management companies don't know about. Um, and can present then these opportunities back to the committees. And, and you're right, in particular, the some, particularly with some of these buildings, well, I'm going to say some, I'm going to say all of these buildings, every single one of them has a smell on it. From a bin, someone might have had absolute, accidentally dropped a prawn in the back of the bin chute drawer. You've been there, done that. You yeah. know, and... And you know, and you know what it's like because as soon as you step onto a floor, you don't want stench roaming around that corridor. And you know, with my experience in having to deal with that sort of scenario, constantly being on the hunt for where the smell's coming from, you know, you might think it's someone's apartment. It could be something that someone spilled on the floor. You know, it could be something that someone's walked with their feet, you know, through the corridors. You know, and you find out generally that it's an odour that's coming up through the bin chute. And that, that's something that I really liked about actualised industries is the fact that you're able to take these situations and go, well, you know what, I can remove that smell for you and this is how we're going to do it. And that's yeah. the confidence that I like about actualised industries. So, it's all so, about breaking down the the processes and basically with trial and error get to the right solution. Spot on. So that's what we do. We invest the time to actually investigate rather than just offer a service of, of um, 
I don't know, like a website or some kind of a sort of menu, so to speak. You know, you, mm. we, we go physically investigate and then we provide the solution. What I'll do, I think, for our listeners, Roy, is just tell this story, particularly on on um, what we're getting at, I guess, is the experience when somebody walks into Crown Casino in Melbourne and you get that fresh air, they get that fresh air smell and you know you're in Crown Casino and you go, I know that smell. And that's exactly where we're getting at. And I absolutely love the idea and you know what I, I would have liked to have seen this in some of my buildings 10 15 20 years ago and uh, mate i'm just so pleased that you're doing it you know so the air sanitization purification and general maintaining cleanliness within ducts air conditioning and so on you know they require constant review um so your business motto which i love better air better health better business Mate, you come up with a beauty right there. It's it's on target. So given the recent pandemic and the belief that COVID was being spread through air conditioning could have had unforgiving consequences, but we know that wasn't the answer as to what happened. What was actualized industries contributing to buildings as assurance against this belief? It's a good question. Um... When COVID, COVID basically made the world more aware of the importance of good ventilation mm. and clean air, mm. which uh, before that, we all know that we didn't really care about indoor spaces and what's going on over there. You're right. uh, we just cared about our air conditioning and the temperature control and all these things. No one really thought about um, sanitizing the air or replacing or recycling the air. Mm. Um, for us, when COVID started, we were we were more as a we came across as an auto control company, but that's that's basically shifted the the priority from auto control to air sanitation, and led us to actually rebrand from AI auto control systems, which was the original trading name, mm. uh, back to our AI, which is actualized industries, um, with slight modification to our systems and processes. Uh, for example, our, one of our units, our machines, we uh, modified it to hold uh, UVC f- f- uh, 254 nanometer germicidal lamps and HEPA filter, which is a, a proven and accepted technology to help with those issues. That's how we, we were able to help in those buildings. Can you talk a bit uh, about that? Um, yeah, sure. I was... Uh, Sorry. Actually, uh, <laughs> doing all the research about it, so <laughs> I'm not afraid to talk about it. Yeah, good, good. I'm pleased. Yeah, no, yeah, because yeah. that's something that's really important for these building managers and and committees and strata companies to understand. You know, we, we can sit here and talk about there's an odor filtration that goes through and it smells nice, but what you've just hit there, I, I think, is really important. Sorry to interrupt with you with your process right. there, but. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, if you don't mind. So basically, there was two when when COVID started. There was two. There were two. You want to call it air purifiers. They were infiltrating the market and basically um, were bestsellers. Yep. One of them was a UVC, yep. um, UVC uh, ultraviolet um, 
uh, you um, raise uh, at basically 254 nanometer is, is the 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 optimal wavelength to kill bacteria and viruses basically create sanitation gotcha so one of them is through direct contact yeah um, which is it's okay to use but it's not it's not really healthy for for us to, to human beings animals um, to have direct contract uh, co um, contact to this UV rays because uh, it's like as if you are um, going uh, up in the air closer to the Sun and basically uh, you, you're gonna um, it yep. can cause cancer God mm. forbid and uh, all, all sort of uh, skin disorders Wow um, so companies harness this technology and and put it into air purifier so the 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 UV light is concealed within the actual system mm. you don't have any eye contacts because it can hurt your damage your eyes Perfect. Uh, no skin contact yeah. it basically airs that um, getting sucked into the unit through basic fans um, staying long enough inside the machine and then pumped out uh, cleaner so you took you take uh, polluted air cleaned it with the help of the uvc lamps yeah, yeah. and then send it back into the air brilliant um, which was a good good technology good enough technology yep um the downsides of this technology is that it was working on a on a lower airflow so right. you probably you probably heard the term i think it's cfm it's basically a uh, the cubic meter of recycling the air in, inside the room. So every air purifier that came out, Samsung, Philips, whatever. Uh, I think it's more about the the, the airflow that, that goes through the machine. Yeah. Um, so basically the, the cubic meter per hour, that's how they measured how good was the 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 blower or the fan. Okay. Uh, and, and then because of this uh, basically slow kind of airflow, the quickly change to the HEPA filter as being the best seller and the best thing that they, they can actually uh, uh, help with this situation of COVID and, uh, and other uh, polluted air scenarios. Um, HEPA filter works on a much higher airflow rate right. compared to the UVC. So our idea was um, creating the, our, our existing boxing, exi existing machine and just uh, convert it into the ultimate air purifier. Get, get the airflow just right to suit both UVC and HEPA filter, mm. which is it's a very, very difficult task to do. Uh, we managed to do it, um, but obviously because of the, 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 the change in the market and the, and the, the, um, the high demand for, for air purifiers, mm. we, we're not market leaders in selling those units um, it's it's a it's a basically an upsell or an, an, an added service that we can offer our clients but we never launched uh, launched like a proper campaign of selling air purifiers by the mm. thousand as as the big giants like samsung and philip mm. um, so yeah that's just a, a bit of an overview about these two technologies yeah um, there's, nice. there's other technologies uh, that are out there, uh, which I, uh, I personally don't recommend, because yeah. uh, um, they work on different different uh, ways of sanitizing air. But 
sometimes by doing that you're creating another problem so um, right yeah, and yeah. Uh, we'll, we won't expand on that. It's just uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. That's I won't. A, I won't get to. I won't push the button too <laughs> far. Oh, I know, mate. We could sit sit here all day and talk talk about likes, dislikes, and and yeah. how things are pollutants and and all that sort of stuff. But um... oh, thank God we we're, we're almost over this. You know, like we're um, th- thanks to the vaccinations or not. It depends who you're asking. But at least we we are sort of back to normal. You know, so. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's necessary to move forward and and think about the better ventilation, better air. Yes, um, but it's not make it or break it anymore. No, that's exactly right, and that's you know one of the reasons why I wanted to reach out to you, Roy, and just talk to you about the processes of all this, and um, you know really congratulate you on the efforts that you and your team are doing and in putting together you know these look really it's not about a smell it's about air purification and and how we can try and get people to breathe a bit better so you know well done for you and your team look and i know that your business uh create and supply scents as i just mentioned um to businesses that's fed through air sanitization systems we spoke about that a little bit earlier at the podcast there I want to paint a bit of a picture for our listeners, you know, and I think this is really important to get across. You know, I'm a father. I know you're a father. When a child is born, there is a scent produced that connect the mother and child. So similarly, animals in the same family produce a scent that's recognised to identify that they are a part of that family. Now, if anyone's ever been watching TV shows with um, the, the lion cubs and the lions and so forth, and it's just so important to recognise those scents. Similarly, like I'm saying, when a child's born, they're immediately connected to the mother and, of course, then the father. Because there's a scent, they know. You know, you could sit there as a father and, and feed your baby. They know it's you. They feel comfortable. They, they feel like they're at home, and I think that's what it's about. So moving away, I guess, from what I've just m- mentioned, what is Actualized Industries committing to with fragrance controls? So what you mentioned, actually, it's a, it's a very accurate. It's more even it started even before the birth. Um, mm. I've been researching about this uh, a baby basically starts smelling, uh, getting the sense of smell in the womb after the first trimester. Um, it will get it uh, through, like basically the, the the fragrance of the mother's uh, spices that she uses, the, with the food that she eats. Um, yeah, so the, there is a there is a very early connection between uh, even before we were born. It's it's one of the the sensors that we are using before anything else. It's amazing. Um, so again, it's a, this question is probably going to take us a whole podcast. Just to talk about. <laughs> Go <laughs> for to it. Summar- summarize it. Um, basically the se- sense of smell is probably the most underestimated of all senses. Yeah. Uh, we, we always um, emphasized to us as a, from, from young age that, that, the seeing and listening are the, the primary senses. 
So I want I want to read the, with your permission a couple of studies just to start this uh, discussion. Please. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear about them. Go for it. So there's a study conducted in Rockefeller University in New York, mm-hmm. uh, shown that people recall 35% of what they smell, compared to only 5% of what they see, 2% of what they hear, and 1% of what they touch. Wow. According to the study, we have we can remember smell for one year with a precision of 65% and retain memories of a memory of over time. That probably explains the Crown Casino from before. Uh, <laughs> another, another study uh, done in a Nike store showed that uh, when a brand appropriated scent was used in that shop, customer felt the overall store experience was better. Mm. The services were elevated the impact of which man customers spend more money. Yeah. And there's more. Centered environments have been shown to uh, reduce typos made by office workers, improve mm-hmm. perception of product quality, increase purchase intent, and the duration of, retail, of a retail visit, mm-hmm. and boost the willingness of customers to pay more for a product. Yeah. So... Uh, Love it. All the, yeah. All, the, uh, all it means is that scent... Yes, it, it has a massive importance in our life, but it's not for a company to come and, and claim we sell fragrance, we sell scent, we can scent your um, your building. Mm-hmm. It's not like the traditional way of, uh, of buying pre-made fragrances and reselling them to the client, which mm-hmm. is uh, the, the building management, for example, or the, or the residents. So we, we basically, as I said before, consider the the full picture uh, and we work with experts um, that can create scents that evoke positive emotions uh, for specific clients, whether if, if it's for a Nike shop or an apartment building. Mm. So, so our slogan, better air, better health, better business, isn't the slogan for, the, for our pandemic campaign. It is the foundation of the business. Absolutely. From sanitizing your air all the way to creating a scented experience um one of one of the things that we keep doing is basically learning more about how we can what what we can offer the industry or any industry from from retail to to building management Mm. to even uh, as uh, an experiment that i was uh, in charge of uh, in a gym Um, yeah just uh, from from one of our R and Ds and and then kind of uh, researchers, we came across a, a study that said that the citrus smell is actually uh, helping boost the mood and uh, energizing the trainers in the gym. So I wanted to wow. try it firsthand. You know, it, I don't really just read something and accept it. I want I want to experience it. I want to I want to check that it actually works for, for me. Absolutely. So we uh, we approach our. Uh, uh, fragrance manufacturers, which is that they, they are really the market leaders, as I said to you uh, mm. in private. Um, they have perfumers that are really the experts in the field, and we asked for this specific uh, scent that uh, I wanted to try. Mm. We got the permission of the the gym owners, and we we did this trial. So we did like a, two weeks with nothing, just asking the the participant how they feel about the gym, and then sent it for two weeks and then asked them for um, if there was any change, what's the change was. The, the, the funny thing about this is 
that no one, no one actually noticed the scent. No one really noticed that the gym had a different smell because mm. we are so focused on seeing and hearing yeah. and touching that, that we're basically neglecting uh, one, one of the, the primal kind of senses that we have that, mm. that makes us feel better, that gives us, uh, takes us, throws us uh, memories like 30 years, uh, <laughs> you know, 30 years back. Uh, just with a whiff of a of a nice uh, fragrance that reminds you of a of a of a memory from the past. Mm. Uh, so I think it was it was quite encouraging to to realize that people a they're not bothered by the scent. Uh, it didn't really disturb their uh, experience in the gym, and it was just basically going along in the background. And we could see through. It wasn't a, such a professional study. It was more for us in house to to know that we are, what we're doing is right. Mm. And not just, just as I said, buy from the off the shelf and put it into the client. We wanted to see if what we are offering is actually making an impact. And we realized that there's, there, there was a slight improvement in the experience. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well done. What was I going to say? You know, anyone that's been a, a big Seinfeld uh, watcher in the past if you remember the episode where kramer wants to create the smell of the beach for his perfume <laughs> um, i remember this but just incredible oh that was that was so funny so you know it, but you're right you know the creating sense is, is a valuable tool but you know what i really liked about actualized industries is the particular game changer i think we briefly mentioned it was the uv LED technology. So how do you think, Roy, this is changing the industry? So I'd start by saying um, that game-changing technology is just our standards. We're not, we're not really, we're not happy to say good enough, uh, you know, like, let, let's stick to what we know. We don't, we, we don't have that type of attitude. So uh, UV LED is probably uh, considered to be longer, longer lasting, yeah. energy saving, and it, there's a trend of uh, becoming a very popular alternative to the traditional lamps. So we we active on that as well. It's not it's not a there's nothing like nothing that we actually invented, but we're just utilizing game changing technologies that are out there and see how we can use it for ourselves. Um, but that's one of many game-changing features we, we, we have because we have that constant R&D mindset. Mm. Uh, we we are, have connections with academia, with local manufacturing. One of our machines is actually manufacturing manufactured in Australia and registered as Australian made. Okay. Um, yeah, and of course, we learn from our clients. Every, every day we learn new things and new, new problems that we have to fix. Yeah, I think um, that's one thing that I've always not just said to people that, I've, I've um, had as staff, but even my kids and my family, you know, um, learn something, just learn something new once every day. Yeah, the minimum, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. And that's what you're talking about here. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I don't want to put anyone down, but, but the, the auto control kind of industry haven't changed for about a decade. Uh, before we came into the market, it was it was pretty much steady. Of uh, basically, it 
if it works, why fix it, you know, so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and we were, when we came in, we, um, first of all, instead of just going into the market, we just started with, with, with R&D, with making, with perfection, perfecting existing technology and maybe modifying sometimes. And, um, so we, we basically created more control of our equipment, which was needed because so back in the day, um, well, not so long ago, um, it's either was too strong of auto control, too mm. overpowering, or too low that it's not working 100%. And occasionally it was perfect, you know? So we studied this, this kind of existing technology and realized how we can perfect it or modify it to create more chances to, to get that accurate result. And that's what, that's what, uh, that's what we've done. Um, Brilliant. I'll give you an example for back to the fragrance. We, we're working with, with our manufacturers and perfumers to design signature scents for local development, uh, developers, sorry. Hmm. Um, and global hotel chains that are coming to Australia, sometimes they require local service providers. Yeah. Um, so it, it's the game changers it, uh, is more than just technology is, as I said, seeing the big picture and see how you can improve the situation for, for the client. So for instance, most of the hotel chains in, in Australia, and you probably know that, uh, the responsibility to refill the fragrances falls on the chief engineer. Um, so in-house basically changing those fragrance bottles mm. because most of them coming from overseas. Well, we said not anymore. Um, and we added it to, to our complete packages that we offer those hotels. Oh, wow. Um, I won't name them, but we, we landed a few uh, famous hotels in Sydney and Melbourne. Well and done. Yeah, that's what we offer them. Congratulations. So, Roy, you, you know, the common issue in bin rooms, and, you know, we've spoken about this throughout the podcast today um, on floors of high-rise buildings or anywhere, really, that's got, you know, bins that are sitting around with um, rubbish and or bins that haven't been cleaned for a while or apartments that have bin shoots. As we all know, the issue is the odour wafting into the corridors. And I mentioned that earlier in the piece with the uh, old prawn stuck underneath the bin chute um, door closer. So I, I think you've touched on this already, but if there's something that you can add to it, what are actualized industries doing to control this sort of uh, odor problem? Yeah, um, we when we come to basically uh, a building with with those uh, with the, with the problem we just mentioned, mm. um, we basically ma mapped out a series of different scenarios that could uh, challenge the challenge the performance of our equipment. So we created a sort of a, a checklist as a problem solving method so when we come to the building um, we go through the building we go through the bin rooms the, the source of the problem and then we we basically provide a solution during the quoting stage or offering a free trial period to right. actually prove that we can do it yeah so so to, back to the this scenario that you described is that we found there's two and main solutions that can be used 
and obviously every each to their own you can still we could we still do the right testing we're not uh, pretending to know it all mm. uh, and we we come and we fix the problem from the source we put our auto control unit in the in the bin room and fixing the problem from the source by eliminating the bacteria growth yeah. um, that causes the ba bad smell. And then introduce with another unit that we have, uh, we introduce scents that are designed exclusively for us by our manufacturers that actually has a, an ability to fight bad odors as well and masking the remaining bad smell that is uh, staying in the room that is rising up those shoots to get to those corridors. Mm -hmm. And the second second way we deal with it, uh, which I think I mentioned it uh, before, um, we basically put our auto control unit and neutralize the bacteria growth from the source inside the bin room. Yeah. And then we sent all corridors through um, tapping um, into the, the main air supply for those corridors. We'll, It'll be depends on the height of the building. It'll be on the roof or it'll be somewhere in the plant room. Yeah. Um, so, so basically, by doing that, you are you are tackling those, so to speak, those problematic areas. Mm. Not not only trying to come from uh, the bin room up. You actually fixing the bin room on its own, and then you you give a different fragrance or scented experience to those levels that. Um, takes the attention from the from the bad uh, shoot doors mm. and all these things that can cause the this uh, um, smell to go into those corridors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, Try go on. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, we basically have answers to improve the lifestyle of, of your residents, of the building management uh, clients. Um, all we need is to just come in and provide a free quote, a free trial, and with a solution that we think is right. Uh, sometimes we don't get 100% results, mm. uh, but we'll definitely improve the situation. Yeah. So, so far, our success rates are, are very high, so I'm not worried. <laughs> so, Congratulations. Yeah, give us a go. Yeah, look, I, I think you're doing a, um, a, a great job, in particular with controlling these uh, odors and getting a better environment for people that are not just living in the building but walking through the building um, and i think what a lot of people just forget about is that um, you mentioned hotels you've got employees that are walking around the hotels as well you've got the housekeepers you've got the concierge the porters um, and you mentioned engineers so maintenance people walking around you know you've got all of these people and even within office buildings, um, you, you just you just forget that you've got so many different people walking through these environments, and to create such a better atmosphere for people um, with controlling air quality, with controlling scents, perhaps even bringing that scent back to a memory, um, and I'll, I'll say it again, like that crown experience. Um, I'm sorry. I, look, I'm not got nothing to do with Crown, so uh, I'm not saying it because you know I'm an employee of theirs or anything, or I'm getting paid from them. But that's what people go back to. And there's another one, um, Lush, 
there's a shop that sell all the soaps and candles and all of that stuff. I tell you what, if you know someone was to walk past one of those shops, you know exactly what it is. Um, exactly. And and that's the experience you want, but it's the draw card that will bring people back into the hotel as well from an experience that they've had at that hotel. From the instant they walk in, they go, wow, what an environment. The brain doesn't actually function about the smell until they stop and think and they go, oh, that's a nice, nice fragrance. I wonder where, you know, and it, it, people start looking for those air purifier things that are stuck on the wall or the, uh, or, or the plug-in, yeah, you know, the, the, the plug-in devices um, on a PowerPoint when in fact it's a creation from yourself, from actualized industries that's producing, I'll, I'll call it a, um, an experience. So congratulations on, on what you're doing. Thank you. Um, what is it, Roy, do you think that places actualized industries as one of the market leaders in odor control? So I think, I think we already answered uh, that in the yeah. previous questions. But we, we believe that a market leader doesn't necessarily uh, get this title because of its size or the amount of years in the market. Mm. Um, we, we believe that a market leader has to be an innovative business that learns from other innovative businesses. So basically, always reinvent yourself to be the, as the, the pioneer for a new way of doing things. Uh, similar to yourself, you know, like I, I believe that I haven't seen any other podcast from the building management today <laughs> that re really paved the way for that, for, for what you're doing. So it's a, thank you. Um, I, I, I would call you a market leader in the, in the building management uh, for on the uh, online uh, information or podcasts. So, thank you. That's very nice. Yeah. Um, look, technologies change and they improve. Uh, constantly so we are holding the, the attitude of basically moving forward and, and it, it's in our dna that's what we we're always looking for new ways we're not really uh, just uh, sitting quiet let, letting those things that are working uh, doing its things uh, we, we're always looking for new ways of doing things uh, making it exciting for the clients make, make it just change change it for the better basically that's what we're looking for yeah. Um, I'll give you an example of a market leader that wasn't the biggest in the in the industry. I'm sure you heard of Amazon. Yeah. So Amazon, uh, for many years, wasn't the big, biggest online shopping company, but they were the market le leaders because they were customer obsessed. So not with numbers of customers because they weren't the biggest. They were obsessed with the with the customer satisfaction. So, which eventually made them to be the biggest companies, uh, as we know nowadays. Um, so, we we hold by the same values of being obsessed with our clients. Um, we we know the building managers or clients uh, personally, uh, from which coffees they like, all the way to how they like to run the show. You know how to mm. the, they like to run the building, and uh, we 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 care about that relationship more more than everything else. Um, we don't we don't like the cold sales, so, so to speak, you know, we, we want to create a network, we want to create a relationship with our clients, uh, a long lasting relationship. Um, and just to show them that we're there for them, uh, saving them headache, uh, headaches and time, because we can bring to the table something that not necessarily 
they want to deal with you know it's not the areas that everybody likes to go in the buildings no you're right <laughs> absolutely yeah so who knows maybe with this attitude we'll be as big as amazon one day <laughs> yeah well you know what um the, the the world is your oyster i think is what they say so what you've just touched on with the relationship building um people forget about that and it is so important and I've pushed contractors away because of relationship building or poor relationship building and and um, been able to create a lot better relationships with other contract services purely because of what you've just said, you know, you know their wife, you know they've got a family, you know, you know what car they drive, what they love, what sport they you know like to watch, all of these little bits and pieces. It's all in the marketing. But it's not about marketing. It's about that personality, that conversation that you have with your clients that is just so important. And I'm, you, you've yeah. heard it there. And um, so what you're doing is, is brilliant. Thank you. Roy, I really just want to thank you for joining me today on the Building Manager podcast. I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to you and your passion for the industry. Um, I, you know, I, I really want to see you grow and, um, you know, for you and your company. How can our listeners reach uh, you and arrange to have the fragrance or bring customers back and uh, through recognition of smell? So we, we can service Australia-wide, um, even though we're more focused on New South Wales and Victoria mm -hmm. at the moment. Um, so if anyone wants to reach out, just give us a call at one 728 760 and don't forget to check our website actualizeindustries.com.au um, we'll do everything in our power to help help you actualize your facilities potential which is a uh, we'll create with better air with better health and better business thank you matt no problems you know what i was about to say those those three words those three <laughs> <laughs> and you beat me to the punchline so I got a very, very yeah. gifted uh, marketing consultant that helps us a lot uh well that's so he's in charge of all this uh this beautiful uh, slogan so. uh good on them roy <laughs> yeah, a great pleasure yeah. to have you on the show i wish you all the best and um uh, i hope uh, one day we can actually catch up and meet and uh have Definitely. a coffee and, and, uh, and smell some fragrance i want to i want to give you a scented experience by the way that's our, our smallest unit of uh probably the listeners can't see it no. It actually has a quality and uh, uh, fragrance oil. Um, it's a car diffuser and it can go in your home office or like a smaller office space. Wow. Um, which is probably, as we touched, uh, touched on that before, it can uh, boost the mood and, and help you with the go, going along with the, with the day, the office day or or mm. even interviewing people. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send it to you or maybe next time I'll see you, I'll give you one of those. I, yeah. I appreciate it. All right, mate, we'll uh, take care and um, uh, hopefully we'll catch up soon. Thanks okay. very much. Thank Bye you. for now. Well, I really enjoyed speaking to Roy Perlis today, Managing Director at Actualized Industries. Roy is really doing a fabulous job to changing the environment um, through Actualize Industries uh, with clean air and uh, 
his sense that he has on offer uh, to a number of different companies. And um, I'm just absolutely thrilled that uh, Roy is following his passion and his dream for a better health environment. Whether you're in an office building, hotel, or a residential high-rise site. So please feel free to reach out to Roy and uh, get in contact with him for perhaps uh, a good conversation and even a free trial perhaps of some of his products. I'm sure that Roy would be more than happy to do so for you. You've been listening to the Building Manager Podcast. My name is Matt Osborne. And thank you once again to all the building managers out there looking after everyone in their buildings. I look forward to speaking to you all once again very, very soon. In the meantime, look after yourselves and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.